of learning more about the solution, you know, the 12 steps of recovery. And so it was nice to be there. And so then uh, the Saturday, they gave a talk on uh, what I, I ended up teaching for 19 years in AA. They gave a talk on this step called the fourth step where you do an inventory process. And I had done one, but I had no understanding what I was doing. When I heard them explain it, I understood what it meant, what was going on. So I ran back to my room and I did one in like two hours and it was pretty good because I saw my role in things finally. And that was the whole point of AA. Shift from blaming others, blaming your upbringing, blaming your parents, blaming the cops to where's my role in things? Yep. But, so I, and I saw the value in that. And what happened is I started doing this talk every Monday night in the city on this chapter called How It Works in the Big Book. So I went over this for 19, a lot of years. And then uh, after about eight years of it, nine years of it, something happened. I'd been investigating other possibilities. I went to a meeting like this, and I heard some ideas that I'd never heard before. And those ideas took root. Yeah? My mind was sort of open at the time, and it dropped in, and it germinated. And I started to entertain other possibilities. And the effects of it were shown in my lifestyle, which was recovery. So I, w- I went to these Monday meetings, and I started have a new, having a new vision about what was going on, what was the problem, in the sense, yeah? And I felt really confident about it, because I had a big hit on it, and I started to see a, a relaxation that coming over, came over me. Sort of like if, this, if we were in a room, and everyone was exactly where they were, and everything was exactly where it was, but it dropped down about 10 feet into a deeper relaxation. That's what had happened, yeah? Nothing particular had changed, but something changed, yeah? I dropped into another level of relaxation or peace. So this, is what, so, this is what I used to always talk about, and it's this one line in the big book. And this is when we're doing the inventory, and he's trying to explain the exact nature of the problem, yeah? And he says, being convinced that self, the most the small s, yeah, a mental process, being convinced, which means to believe with certainty, that self manifested in various ways. So this mental state of self manifested a lot of ways, a lot of ways, a lot, a lot of ways, yeah. So he says, being convinced of that, that self manifested in all these ways is what has defeated us. So that's like the requirement. You've got to sort of get to the point where, hey, this is, this is the culprit, yeah? This whole idea. This is the root of the problem. And it says, all right, if you're convinced of that, we consider, we, uh, what has defeated us, we, will, we consider this common manifestations. Yeah? And this was the trick. So manifestations, expressions, same thing, yeah? They're, an, they're, they're like an, an, an expressing of an impressing, yeah? So the selfing impresses and then expresses out. So it manifests. And it says, all right, and the next sentence was, resentment is the number one uh, offender. Of all these manifestations of selfing, resentment is the number one because it kills more alcoholics than anything else, yeah? It erodes them, they get freaking cynical and, and uh, deeply, you know, just vindictive and all like this. So it's a very, 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 it's like one of the most, of, it has a large, a very large effect, that manifestation of selfing. And so, all the while, when I was telling people how to do this inventory, I did, hadn't had this spirit, this spirit dropped in, that the self is a foreign installment, yeah? 
that it's like a parasitical movement. It has nothing to do with me. It has all to do with of me, but it has nothing to do with what I am. Yeah? Just a vague possibility that that could be so. Once that entered my head, it changed everything. And why did it change? I was attempting to be free as a self. I was attempting to get relief from self for the self and as the self. Then I realized the real relief is from the self and then that's that. Yeah? Just entertaining I'm not that opened up all these other doors about all this other stuff I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the root of it. When I saw I wasn't that, then I'm not the one who has the resentment. There's just the resentment. It's just a, a peculiar mental state responding to a situation that's arising right now. Yeah, And the mental state is going to give the meaning to what's arising. The arising is not giving the meaning to the mental state. And if the mental state keeps demonstrating the manifestations of self, I'm probably in self-centeredness. Yeah? I'm probably living under that that uh, navigational system. Yeah? In other words, like Jesus says, you'll know the tree by its roots. If you see a lot of the expressions of what he calls self, then you must be living under it. Yeah? So if I'm in a lot of anxiety and fear, and I'm resenting a lot of situations, and I'm acting out to get what I want, because I'm a, I don't believe I'll ever be taken care of, so I've got to steal here or do that and do this, those demonstrate that where I'm coming from. I may have this idea, I'm coming from Paul, but Paul is a manufactured sense. Yeah? Paul is just a sense that vaguely tries to capture a system of thought, an interpretation called self-centeredness. Yeah? And why... And it's just like if any parasite... What would, what, a, what would happen if a parasite... He has to live off of something else. Yeah? Parasite. Doesn't have its own life. The parasite clings onto something and it feeds off of that light. Yes? So here's the parasite of alcoholism, and for me, the much larger one that goes unnoticed, which is self centeredness, you know, relying on this idea of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity. Relying on the idea that you're a long lasting, independent, separate entity. The identification as a thinker, the feeler, the body, this and that. Yes? That act of being identified opens up that whole system of thought and gives it an opportunity to express. And therefore, we're, let, we're saddled with all its manifestations because it's sitting on top of the horse. Yeah. So what would happen if it was dethroned? Find out. That's the good news. You find out what's going to happen. And so what happens is you can handle things you used to not be able to handle. All this stuff starts demonstrating that you've moved to a much more reliable modality of mind. You're resting somewhere that's reliable, not resting in something that's unreliable. Because if you're in a lot of anxiety and you're driven by seeking, you must be sitting in a very uh, uncomfortable place. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get, get it right away, look at its effects. If you're in a lot of anxiety, where is that coming from? It's not coming from outside, it's being expressed from here. The impression's here, and then it's expressing as anxiety. Yeah? Why not to see, all right, I have a lot of anxiety. Where does, what does, well, never mind, I'll go into it later, but... Sometimes I'm even hesitant to share. I was at this recovery meeting the other night, and of course the... The topic was, fear is the chief activator of character defects. Yeah. So when you're in fear, you, some, sometimes it doesn't bring out the best in you. Yes, you start lying and doing this stuff. All right, very simple statement. Everyone starts sharing 
about their fears and this and that and that and that. And it's like a big jamboree of like inmates getting together and making themselves feel a little better, but they're still in the asylum. Yeah, literally. So I said, I don't think I want to say anything tonight. But it's not my, it doesn't matter how I feel. I got to do the service, yeah? If I'm right or wrong, I'm putting it out there anyway. Okay. All right. If fear is the chief, a chief activator of our defective character, follow the line. If fear is the chief activator of character defects, you know, like jealousy, all this and all that. Yeah. Now, you would imagine that the best way to deal with your defects is to deal with the fear. Yeah. Obviously. If the fear would diminish, the defects would probably diminish because they're, they're rooted in the fear. Yeah. They're getting their oomph from the fear. The defects, yeah? So we're going to follow back to the fear. All right, but follow it farther back, where there's a statement in this book, says it very clearly, in the fear inventory, he asks ourselves, why do we have so much fear today? Yeah? All right, why do I have so much fear today? Well, I have. I know why I have so much fear today. My knees out, this, <laughs> all these stories. But he goes right to the root of it. All that's just dressing or condiments or like... Uh, <laughs> embellishment or embroidery on the fact that there's a, you're relying on self. Yeah? So it says, why do you have so much fear today? Stop. Isn't it because you're relying on self? Yeah? Or self-reliance has failed you. Isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? So why does self-reliance fail us so more? Fail? Because it's a failed system. It's not personal. The personalness is a, is a manifestation of the system. You make you it makes you feel so special that you're fucked. Yeah, but anybody whose mind would rest in that failed system would have a quote unquote somewhat failed life because it's a failed system. It can only produce what it's basically based in. Yeah. So all right. So you go like this. All right. So the defects of character are act activated. In other words, they're latently there. Everything is latently available. Yeah? You may not be insane for 25 years, and if you do some drugs right now, you'll be insane in two minutes. Yeah? It didn't take it 25 years to find you again. It's right there. As long as you open it, open up to it, it's, it downloads quickly. Because it's all latent. Every possibility is available to move through us. Everyone. Every, every possibility the mind can entertain can come through us. Yeah? So, this idea is, all right, if I'm relying on that, that, feel, that thing that's unreliable, then what would be an appropriate response? Well, a lot of anxiety. Because you don't feel like you can pull it off. Yeah? Because you don't have any faith in it. You have faith in it, but it's produced anxiety because it's a failed system. Yeah? So, all right, so go to the fear. If you deal with fear as a cause, you miss the whole point. It's an effect. It's an effect of self-reliance. When you're in self-reliance, it's going to promote fear. Yeah? And anxiety, because you are going to be afraid. The two basic statements in the book is, you're afraid you're going to lose what you have or not get what you want. Yeah? It's going to be, it's going to be like a weather front hanging in every one of your days. Yeah? It, some days you'll have a lot of sun, but it'll be circled with the weather front. Sometimes there's no sun. The weather front's heavier. Yeah? But the weather front is always there on the horizon, and if the condition of mind moves to a certain point, it's over you. Yeah? If the light is seen, it goes. And then after a while you realize it's not the front and the light, it's you. You're the main role player here. Yeah? 
the peace does you're the reservoir of peace not being recognized peace doesn't find you it's never left it's a possibility that we're sitting in right now yeah serenity can be comprehended very quickly right now yeah yet if the conditions of the head changes serenity seems like a far off land that you can't buy a ticket to but it hasn't changed at all you have yeah that's the whole point so if you take it back to self-reliance has failed you then what would happen what's the highest level of reliance on anything would be identification as it yeah you can't go more up you can't get you can take an obsession you see those movies where the lady is obsessed with a starlet and so she starts dressing like her and she starts trying to talk like her gets her hair cut the same place starts going out with the same men but it doesn't stop there then she has to start killing the men and then she kills the starlet to take the starlet's place that's called that's an extreme obsession and it's pretty damn extreme we start there we're identified already <laughs> the obsession now of the mind is just to reinforce it it's already happened where we started was way past the point of obsession we start at a point of identification as and then the obsession happens to reinforce it and keep it in place that's all the obsession isn't building it anymore it's already been built it's just it's refining it adding on to it you know reinforcing it yeah so that's a very extreme level of reliance on self is that you've taken self to be you i mean shit you can't go farther than that i mean that's beyond god because between you and god you are the bigger player than god <laughs> you can start, you cannot know god <laughs> so you you're playing you're a bigger player at the table so to me all right so if reliance on self has failed me what keeps that failure in place it must be identification as it yeah it must be identification as that because that allows it to constantly keep manifesting through me into this life. I remember I did these inventories the first two years, you do one every night to check your day. I did it for two years, in a row, almost every night. Used to drove Wendy crazy. <laughs> and I had this little journal, I wrote it all out, and after, I found it about 16 years later, looked at it, and it was the exact same every night. I'm afraid of fill in the blank. I'm afraid of Wendy's going to leave me. I'm afraid of Wendy's going to stay. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid. It would just go. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You see, different objects, different topics, but the basic state was fear or anxiety. Truly, yeah. What a way to live. What a way to live. That all day you're just trying to relieve yourself from a basic state of anxiety. Taking pills, drinking, watching movies you've seen before, yapping over the phone. Some people in my household they tell the same story four days in a row in the same week. Every time they, I heard that yesterday, I dated it. It was yesterday, May twenty-fifth. They're running it by me again. You know, it's okay. I'm going like this. You seem like you you have great heights. No, I know. I've heard it already. So on and on and on. So the whole idea is there's this. If that's a state, if that's the condition that is not looked at as a condition, it's now it's now been deemed a state. Then that's what's going to entertain all the other conditions in your life. So even when joy comes, it's going to be tinted with anxiety. You're going to be afraid it's not going to last. Yeah, you're going to try to grab it instead of dancing with it. 
and you'd be wondering why all my little reactions to life don't work because the state where the reactions are being uh, coming out of is a failed system why not get to the root of it or why or, you know why, why like snip at the R of fear and the F of fear you know why not snip at it see if you can make it you know put, move the letters and get it into a different thing so it'll make, work a little better why not just start entertaining the possibility of at least of a radical freedom it can all be construed in, in time as, as progression not perfection but at least bring perfection into it instead of the constant identification with what you're not all day and using that as a starting point your race is going to be like it's always going to end up in the same place again the next morning you'll wake up and you'll have anxiety again but you'll have different things maybe you're anxious of but you think that basic state will be anxiety yeah you'll just find different objects to cling to but the state that's going to welcome the day is anxiety There is a way. There's a different way. There's a solution to it. There's a solution that's worth its salt. I mean, it will work. If entertained, it's not based on doing and having. We're doing tons of shit already. How many people here are trying to improve themselves all day? A lot of us are. That's fine and good. But what you're improving isn't what you are. So while you're improving it, which will make it a little easier to drive around the turns of life, because my Toyota's a clunker now, you know? So, you know, but at least have the possibility that you're not of this place. Bring a little bit of what you're of into what you seem to be in, a little. You know, like coming to one of these talks once a week. We'll give you at least a little dollop of it. You'll get a sense of something other than that. And then you'll see it's an illuminating factor. It's not a path to illumination. It's not another thing to do. It's just something to recognize that it's already so. Yeah? The mind, instead of being totally reflecting and, and, and sucking in the, the reflections of self as a self, it, that mirror is two-way. It can actually f- reflect infinity. It can reflect, like, if you look at the big sky like today, it gives you a sense of largeness. It can reflect that sense of largeness and bring it into the constant mental activity of being small all day. Just a little bit of largeness goes a long way. Yeah? But if you've got a straight diet of smallness, smallness, and smallness, then little bits of smallness will seem larger than the other smallness. Yeah? Bring in some largeness into it. Allow it in. Like that, there was an old vampire movie in uh, Sweden. Very good one. Uh, Please let me in or something. You know, because the yeah, because the vampire can't come in unless it's invited. Yes. So in this sense, you you in a way, when it comes to the blocking off the sunlight of the spirit, all it needs is a five-cent shade to block it off. But if you follow the shade, you're holding it down. You're the participatory event. Yeah, Nothing is imposing uh, blockage of the sun to you. You're participating in it. The mind is participating in it. So you don't put your freedom off or your salvation off another freaking second. Realize you're the source of what you've been looking for. 
all the while sitting right where you are. Just because it's structured mentally as this action figure who has all these problems doesn't change the damn fact of what we are. Yeah. All the, all the growing up in the body and taking on all new personalities never changed the fact of what was first enlivening the body when we were babies. It's the same energy enlivening it now. We've just got into all these mental yogic postures, you know. We're sitting like one asana, you know, up the ass of self. You know, all this... Well, and you know it's it's a, in a, it's an assumed position. You weren't born that way. Yeah, the society can't pin you in that position. It's not it, that posture. You have to be a participant in it. Yeah. So when you entertain that, hey, because every savior is going to fail you. I'm telling you that's its value, so that you look upon yourself once again as the source. But I'm bound, I'm bound, I'm bound. All right, so that becomes the basic state. I'm bound. So why does it seem to logically initiate? Seeking to get unbound. But the true relief from bondage is prior to the bondage, not after it. It's prior, realizing there was never a one to be bonded. Yeah, All there is is bonding going on. And if you buy it, you feel like you're bound. And if you don't buy it, you're not bound. Yeah? The binding does not bound you. It's your belief in it. Yeah? Just basic, check out one day. You have the same dilemma you had yesterday that totally had you crippled, demoralized, and depressed, and now nothing has changed, and now you feel buoyant and uplifted today. What happened? Did it did its clench on your throat loosen? No. You. Something in from your side changed. Yeah, it didn't have to change. Something from your side changed. But a lot of us, we have this side changing based on that changing. Yeah, instead of realizing this doesn't have to change only after that. This can be changed while that is seemingly that way. Yeah, it's like empowerment. I don't like those words because it's like we're at like a sales force meeting, you know. Sell 50 brooms today, or whatever. But it's an empowerment. Yeah. Then you don't have to read a whole book. You can read one sentence, and it will be as if a whole book downloaded. Because your mind is fertile. It just wants some new seeds, you know? This is what happened with me. I heard a possibility I never heard. I heard a lot of possibilities. Course of Miracles, Buddhism, stuff like that. But then I heard this simple possibility that there was no long-lasting, independent, separate entity. There's a whole lot of something going on, but it doesn't imply it's you. Yeah? That thing got in like a little crevice, like here with this. Here's two mental cement blocks, but there's a line of separation. It landed there and started growing in the crack. Yeah? And then, then it started to flower and flower, and then it opened up. And then some seeds came out with spawned more of them. So my mind started entertaining that possibility while I was doing recovery. I didn't have to leave recovery to concentrate on this. I didn't have to leave that to concentrate on it. You know, concentration isn't the way. It's an entertaining of it. It's not like, all right, I'm going to get my aperture focused and get my goal set and I'm going to go for it. It's more like this. It's like an, it's an opening. 
an opening, a relaxed awareness, not a concentrated mental condition, but a relaxed awareness, yeah? <sighs> Open, big. And you'll sense your own presence, not the pres- not the mental presence that's hijacked how you used to feel when you were a kid, when you were a baby. No, not that mental presence. You'll feel the presence of consciousness moving through an apparatus. You'll sense it. You'll sense what's on that's never going to appear here as itself. It can't because it's not a thing. Yeah, But you'll sense it. You'll never have a dark night of the soul because you'll be there. You won't feel like you're abandoned because you will never be abandoned. Yeah? The dark night of the soul is when that one that was all the one gets dismissed so extremely you feel fucking super alone. Yeah? But then it breaks that bondage to that individual self and then everything's open. You can entertain it before you go through that fucking hellish event. You know, you can start entertaining in Marin City on a Saturday. You don't have to have flagellation and going mea culpas. Just start entertaining the possibility. So when you when, because one day it's going to be sorely needed. <laughs> I would imagine when, <laughs> when the plug is pulled of your little action figure, when life stops blowing into your little blow-up doll, it's going to just, and then this. The you that thought was going to take off and go to another you will die with it. <laughs> it's a part of the body. It's a voice coming out of the cords produced by the brain. It's not a soul that's speaking. Whatever you are speaks in silence. It doesn't say much. It influences what you say, but it doesn't say much usually. Yeah. <laughs> so this made a big impact, obviously. <laughs> it has me coming to these things for 20-something years now because I really believe everyone has the right to hear it. They may not like it. They may not like who's delivering it. And you can always find someone else. But you've got the right to hear it. Yeah. And that was what I was really, 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 really grateful for when I heard it from this lady. No matter if I liked her or not, I really thanked her for, for providing me the possibility of hearing something damn new. Yeah, and for me it became the first and the last answer basically like an unspoken yes and I've been going to that well ever since you know? now have I changed as an action figure? a little bit, not much that's okay it's not, doesn't, that's not necessarily how it goes you can be an asshole still this and that but you won't be the asshole yeah it's, it's, it's a slight difference everyone else will see you as you but you won't be seeing you as you. <laughs> and it won't be a mental denial. It'll be a realization. So everyone can capture me and keep me the way they want by looking at me a certain way, but I'm not beholden to that. <laughs> I'm free from how you view me. <laughs> because I'm free from how I view me. Yeah. Now, my action figure goes through a lot of stuff. Yeah. First, I ran, when I first was drinking, I had magnetic appeal on you to people in uniform. Got arrested so freaking much. Got run over twice in one night, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do. If you ever tried to do it, you probably never could. Nothing. There's no way you could pull it off. But I didn't even try to do it and I got ran over twice. Yeah? All this stuff. The action figure, the figure gets sinus infections, lasts a month, knees, hernias, up. Goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and you know what? 
It's complaining. Of course, why wouldn't it? It has expectations that should be different. Yeah? Do I get in the mix and try to change that anymore? It's not me. Yeah? It's going to be over quick enough. <laughs> By the time I got it all better, it would be, I'd be dead. Yeah? The Urban Renewal Project would be on until the last second, and I'd go, I'm complete poop. <laughs> What's the point of completing it and then it passing out? You know? I'd much rather just put my attention, rest in what is, and, you know, try to deal with the best I can with this stuff. As this very, very blindsided little aspect called Paul. Yeah? To try to think Paul is going to become a non-Paul is insane. Yeah? It's like that thing that we did with the, with the uh, Monty Python skit, which wasn't at all what the skit did. We changed it. But in this skit, they're in like this... It's supposed to be a jungle, but it's a park in London, yeah? And they're in the bushes, and they have all this safari gear on, and they come out, and they're, they're, they're exasperated. Oh, Jesus, all our water's run out. We have no more food. And they're realizing they're all going to die. And then one of them goes but someone's filming us right now. And then suddenly the, the, the lens opens and there's a film crew with water and food. And then they, and now they're, oh, we've been saved. And they're talking. And then suddenly the guy goes, but someone's filming us now. And then another film crew, seeing the film crew, and, that, and it goes on and on and on. You are always going to appear in front of the camera as the action figure. The action figure is always going to appear in front of the camera. What you are is not appearing in front of the camera. It's appearing as the action figure, but not as itself. It's always on the other side. Yeah? Yeah. To want to get this, to try to get there, is insane. It's like trying to be Paul and become a non-Paul. I want to have the experience of a non-Paul, but as Paul. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't work. Just leave Paul alone, you know? I've been, I've been civilized enough. I'm not killing people anymore. I'm not breaking into houses. I haven't been arrested in a long time. Jesus, no more project of renewal. It's all fucking, you know, you don't like the site, go somewhere else. <laughs> Basically, I'm not paying much attention to it anymore. <laughs> I'm not killing, like, that's all. Basically, I had to, you know? Because I was getting a lot, a lot of trouble, hurting a lot of people. But now I'm not. I'm sort of... An older man, forget it. Leave me alone, you know. Like that guy Nizagadada would say, people would say, why do you smoke? And he says, give the body a break. Let it have a cigarette, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's only got 80 years here. <laughs> what do you want? You want to make it a perfect body and then it's going to die. You see those people? You ever read? I read this thing once in this magazine. All these experts in certain topics like nutrition and this and that. The one guy, he was an expert in juicer. He got killed by a coconut. Fell off the tree. <laughs> the other person did this. And so they were trying to make themselves perfect and they died by the means they were trying to use to make themselves perfect. So they probably reached, I feel perfectly super light as a body. Cool. <laughs> I'd rather get to what's, what's never been that what's never been undone, what never started at a low level has to progress to a high level. What's always been, always been. Yeah? Why not rest there? There's no urban renewal project. There's no polishing that mirror, that light. You don't have to polish it. It's bright enough. Yeah. You have the thing. You're not a you're not a one-way mirror just reflecting self and self and self. You're a two-way mirror. You're reflecting infinity right now. Your mind's catching is a satellite dish catching both frequencies. 
just because this is loud, like talk radio, loud and, and bullying all the time, it's, there's still, you still have the ears to hear the other station, yeah? All you need to do is someone hopefully to tell you, hey, go to 94.4 on the dial, you know? Just click it in there. Just try it. <laughs> you see what happens, yeah? Now you've got two-way going on. You'll have enough to deal with this place, and yet you'll have the ability to rest in there. Yeah, the mind will be re- reflecting both. It will be reflecting the temporary impressions that's happening in the mental states, and it will also reflect that which is never variating, never, uh, never frequency going up and down, always the same. A very steadying light with all the different reflections here. Yeah. It brings a leavening to you how you travel here. And for me, I call it a traveling lighter. You'll travel lighter. Yeah. Because the lightness from how you're traveling isn't coming from here. It's not, not something you bought, not something you did, not something you acquired, not something you were loaned. It's, it's there. It's always there. It's always there and it's gone unnoticed. Yeah? And now maybe we're noticing it a little and a little goes a long freaking way. You ever see those super Alexas? All you do is put one drop in like an eight gallon thing. One drop, and there's the cure. A little bit goes a long, long way here. A little bit of timelessness goes a long way in time. A real long way. So just open up to the possibility, or don't. It doesn't matter what you think. If your mind's ready, it's going to get it. Because it hasn't. You know I mean? It doesn't have to go through in, any intermediaries or any dealers or anything like that. It's resting on the treasure trove. I find if you're here, either you're pretty crazy or you're, you're open to this possibility. And that's all. That's where faith mind arises. You know? I have faith in mind. Yeah? But it's not demonstrating itself through here. Maybe it doesn't need to demonstrate itself. Yeah? Maybe you're going to be the only one who knows it as an expression. You may be the only one who recognizes the resting in it. Yeah? Who cares? Yeah. All these people's attention and interest is going to be gone. But that will never leave. Why not rest there a little anyway? Any questions today? Did I give you enough of it? No. It's only 34 minutes. I know, it's all based on time. If you sign up for two hours, you want two hours. It's like being a performing animal sometimes. You're supposed to, we, we contract you two hours. All right, two hours. You just beat a dead horse. This is an invitation. You know how you match it? With curiosity a little bit. Yeah, let your curiosity run with it and see where it takes you and then find out and if it works come back and get it rein- reinstilled or at least reinforced because that's what the mental condition is doing it's constantly reinforcing its insane ideas constantly through the thoughts and through language everyone is talking we're our own hypnotists it's amazing people are saying some, some crazy shit and we're totally there to co-sign it it's like we're a notary public that will stamp anything alright yes yes you're really fucked but I don't see it I don't feel it I don't taste it but you're, you're, you're really fucked no you're not it's not happening 
Entertain it that. Entertain that it may not be happening. Instead of getting constant condolences, you'll be getting condolences the rest of your life. It's a meager, meager, pale substitute to relief. For you know, relief is so much better than having people agree with how fucked you are. You'd much rather have relief. So now. Jack, you're so advanced now, you don't even have to, you just come to the end of the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just fly by. <laughs> just, yes. Wave, that's all. It's just a reminder. It helps. Because it's easy to forget. Because everything's shouting at us that we're a body that we're in time, that we better pay attention to this and that and this and that. Sometimes how it promotes its value is by punishment. If you don't do this, this is going to happen. Yeah? You don't, you don't even, wouldn't even probably want to move towards it if there wasn't any punishment. But because they punish you, if you don't, then you've got to do it. Yeah? Like people here in Marin, it's very difficult, I'd imagine, that bring up kids here. you got a mortgage. My friends are going to pre-kindergarten and they have to go to interviews. The school has to interview that and then interview the kid. The kid's four years old. How many life experiences has it had yet? All right, we'll see if you're ready. And, and they're going to charge like 10000 a year for like kinder, pre-kindergarten. It's incredible. I mean, so yeah, oh, I'd really like to have kids, but then there's this huge thing. I've got to get money. I've got to do this and do that, yeah. Not that we maybe we maybe we wouldn't want to work in those corporate situations, but the punishment for some people is very extreme if they don't. Yeah, they'll lose their house, then maybe they'll lose their wife because she's used to living that certain way, and they're used to yes. So there's always like a punishment. It's just not. Oh, is this really attractive to you? No, it isn't. <laughs> well, we're going to make it attractive to you because is this and this and this attractive to you? Yeah. Well, you're not going to be able to do this and this and this unless you do this. You know, that looks like slavery to me. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, I really want to have a kid, but I can't. So, da, 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 da. so I have to become indebted for the rest of my life so I can, you know, have a place to, you know, bring the kid up. And of course, he's got to go to a good school. That's going to cost a lot more than a public. And on and on and on. You get caught in it. It's like... You, you, you just alight on flypaper and then every time, every time you try to get off it is thickening you even more. Yeah? It's like, just like with me. I made a mistake, had an operation and the Pandora box opened. Fucking, the operation's gone wrong. Now I'm going to hospitals and doctors and no one has any freaking clue. And I swear, it's just like, it's just like when I used to get arrested. I got arrested. Then you go in your analysis. Then you got to see your, your uh, public defender. And then you get a probation officer. <laughs> they just like, they make it so hard just to get high. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, but I was willing to take as much punishment as they could give me. You know, but a lot of people can't, you know. So you want to do something you love, and yet, you know, now they're charging like twenty dollars to go to a beach or something. Yeah, maybe you like the surf, but now twenty bucks every time you go there—it's insane. Eh? I don't know. There is a way. There's a solution. It's right where you are, seriously, but not as you are, not as what you think you are. It's the thinking that's failed us. The thinking has tinted and 
interpreted the emotions, emotional states, the physical states. It lives and thrives in this crazy idea of time. It values yesterday and tomorrow much more than now. So if you're listening to your thoughts, if there's a devotion to those thoughts, that faith you have in the thoughts is going to be used to produce anxiety, which is going to mimic the physiological feelings of fear. Yet you won't know why it's happening, because it's not happening. Yeah? You're like strung out, totally strung out. And then you have to do anything. Buy another toaster with the hope it'll make you feel better. I have about eight jackets. I don't wear any of them. You You just get bored. You want to do something. I'll buy a jacket. Luckily, I buy them where I can return them. So (laughs) it always leaves you empty (laughs) in some level because you don't need to be filled. What you are is overflowing. What you are is overflowing. What you're not is insatiable. It's never going to be filled. And if you got the worst curse of getting what you want and then that doesn't satisfy you, you're really up shit's creek. Yeah? I mean, if you get all the things they told you would make you happy or translate into happiness and it doesn't translate, after you go through the, the years of blaming yourself, maybe you start looking at the formula and you go, hey, that just doesn't work for me. Yeah? So. Uh, I try to use that as filler. That's it. <laughs>